There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. Welcome back to the Dr. Light Show. My name is Josh. Jim Price has uh, got the day off today, taking a personal day, which he definitely deserves. And uh, the Dark to Light Show, man, man, we're we're uh, we're rocking and rolling these days, aren't we? Man, we've been doing this, uh, I think, almost a year now. Woo, man, how does time fly? Well, it is Friday, April seventh, two thousand twenty-three, and Joe Biden is still the most incompetent president we have ever had in the United States. At least I think so. I don't know. George W. George W. Bush was pretty incompetent, but uh, Joe Biden just takes a cake on that one. And, and speaking about uh, Joe Biden's uh, belligerent regime that he has out there in Washington, D.C., if he even is in Washington, D.C., uh, we, we find that uh, job growth totals uh, total 236,000 in March near the expectations, but they're slowing. Unemployment rate ticked lower to 3.5% amid an increase in labor force participation. Um, But, you know, but these numbers come from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. So, and this is a CNBC article. So you have to take this with a grain of salt because what we just saw yesterday is that the Bureau of Labor Statistics came out and revised a lot of the numbers that they put out last year. And um, when they revised it, they didn't just say, oh, you know, we put out, uh, we had to move that tit by a number of 10. No, no, no. They reduced it by half. And so this goes to show you that there's a massive manipulation in the markets. If you go back to July of 2022, the Bureau of Labor Statistics came out and said that Joe Biden had created 1 million new jobs in the United States. And like, like, like wow, that, that's pretty amazing, man. That, you know what? That, that's pretty cool. And there was a lot of speculation over those numbers. Well, in October of 2022, the Philadelphia Fed came out and said, ah, 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 no, ah, sorry, ah, ooh, ooh, that, that's not the case, Joe Biden. Actually, um, we, we went through the Bureau of Labor Statistics numbers, and you got to remember, Joe Biden, throughout this whole time, through the, the 2022 midterms, was like, I created one million new jobs, I created one, but the Philadelphia Fed came out and said, uh, no, actually, you, you created 10,000 jobs, 10,000 jobs. You were off by 990,000. And they said, oh, that was a clerical error. Our bad. You, like, seriously? Ser- a clerical area error? You're, you're off by 990,000. But you know the 10,000 jobs they did create in July? The, these aren't like, uh, you know, engineering and medical doctors or nurses or, or high-paying jobs. These are like and no offense to anybody out there, these are like retail store, you know, shelf stockers, cashiers, baristas. I, you know, and no offense to anybody out there. I don't know anybody out there that says, you know, when I grow up, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a living as a barista at Starbucks. And I'm going to retire from Starbucks one day as the lead barista. I, I don't know anybody who thinks that. But these are the types of jobs that Joe Biden goes out there and creates. 
And see, right now in our country, we have a massive system of manipulation. The markets are closed today, which is, uh, which is fine. But we have to understand that the markets are not derived through free capitalism. That it's not you and me who control the economic state of this country, but instead a bureaucracy, a hidden bureaucracy behind the veil, and another bureaucracy that's in front of the people. It's a puppet show. And what they do is they go out there and they manipulate the system to their benefit, to make you feel all warm and fuzzy deep in side to make you go out there and go, man, Joe Biden's doing a great job out there, isn't he? But see, that's not the case, America. That's not what's happening here. You know, we're coming to that point very, very fast where the American people, the ones that are still asleep, are going to wake up to a horrifying nightmare. That their savings is worthless. That their investments, their 401ks, their, their SEPs, their, their IRAs have been rendered worthless. Have lost all its value because some financial manager went out there and put them in tech companies and financial institutions. We've already had four banks collapse and we're about to see probably three to four more before July. And every bank collapse that happens, more and more money gets pulled out of the system. The banks are panicking. Last year alone, the disposable income numbers decreased by $1 trillion. This is money left over after the paychecks. And they say, well, you know, it's because of inflation. No, no, it's, it's because people are not getting a return on their investment with money in the banks. And we saw this. We saw this even more during the bank collapses this year. We saw $129 billion in three months be removed from the banks and move into alternative investments that are giving a higher percentage return. And just one week after the banking collapse, we saw another $120 million, $120 billion, sorry, billion with a B, billion dollars leave the banks. If that continues, the banks fail. Makes you think that we have a certain level of power over the system, doesn't it? And we do. I, did, I talked to an extent on this last night on my podcast about how we have the power, how this is time right now that we must organize. We, have, we are at this precipice moment that we, we have the power and all we have to do is organize and express that power forward. And all that power simply has to do is a collaborative effort, a coordinated collaborative effort by the people to say no. To say that we're not taking part in the system. Either you resign or you fix the system the way we are telling you to fix the system. Not how we ask. We're not saying please. And this goes out to the bureaucracy. This goes out to the politicians. And see, our country is in, in need of a great reform. And I don't want the reform to come from the Democrats or the Republicans, because neither one of them have good ideas on how to reform this country for the power back to the people, because the only thing that they will do is reform this country back to the power to themselves. 
That's one of the reasons why we're seeing this escalation in the collapse of the banking dynasties, because they want to centralize banking power in this country to bring about the FedNow system. Boom. Once the FedNow system is in place and people have adopted it and start using it and you go on there and you download the app and you you upload your KYC, which is know your customer with biometric data, and they have you in the system. Now they're going to sync your bank accounts to your FedNow system. Hmm. Sync your bank accounts. They're gonna, the feds are going to download all your bank data. And now they're hiring 30,000 new IRS agents, right? I wonder what that's about. I think we know exactly what that's about. That those IRS, IRS agents are going to utilize artificial intelligence to scour over the last seven years of your banking history. And then when discrepancies are found, it's going to be sent to the IRS, of which you'll get a phone call. You'll get a knock on the door. We are entering into a very, very dangerous stage in American history where the rule of law is thrown out the window, where persecution becomes a daily occurrence. And you can't trust the justice system. It doesn't matter how good your lawyer is. It doesn't matter how much money you have to fight your defense. That's not their point. Their point is to create a system of fear. Their point is that fear is the leash that's around a million necks. They want you scared. They want you hungry, homeless, cashless, defenseless, sick, hungry, on the streets and begging the government for more, more, more. We are traveling down this dangerous road to socialism. And I'd like to say that, you know, there's, there's steps that we can take to stop this, but we are almost there. And the Republicans in, in the Senate and the Republicans in Congress... They stand up and say, oh, I'm against this, I'm against this, I'm against this. But yet, where's the majority? At the end of the day, we can't trust politicians any more than we can trust bankers. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more Dark Light Show after this. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, 
it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL station. Well, I hope it's not the end of the world. But it is Good Friday. So for everybody out there, happy Good Friday. And Easter is coming. Oh my goodness, Easter. East Star. You ever ever wonder where the origin of words come from? Etymology. Uh, It's one of my favorite topics to study is... Etymology, the the root structure and base format of where words derive from culturally and historically. Ishtar, Ishtar, yeah, anyway, anyways, I'm not going to get into that conversation today. Maybe we'll talk about that tonight on Conversations on the Fringe, which you can find uh, off of redpills.tv. Get into the esoteric nature of of various different holidays. But getting back to the nitty-gritty here. We have three congressmen that introduced a bill to return the United States of America back to the gold standard, to repeg the dollar upon the value of gold. But it does call for an auditing of the United States gold, Fort Knox, New York Fed. And see, this bill will never pass for the one main reason that that gold is all gone. You got to remember in 1933 when the Emergency Banking Act and powers came about, they confiscated all of America's gold and they melted it down and the Federal Reserve took over control of it, which is not a federal organization. And um, you can bet your silly willy that that money is all gone. That gold is all gone. They say they have it, but we're pretty sure they don't. But also in Texas, which is interesting, I'm, I'm, I'm considering buying uh, some, some land in Texas, which I'm really excited about. But i got to get down there to go check it out. Um, Texas, the state legislator has just introduced a bill to develop a state currency that's a digital currency, but backed on gold. Oh. Man, that's like music to my ears. You know, and here's the thing is, yes, it's a digital currency, but the digital currency will also be redeemable in gold. Oh, I, I like that idea. Imagine that if you had a digital currency that was redeemable in gold. Oh, now it has some physicality, some tangibility. 
I like Texas. I, I like the politics of Texas. I like how they operate in Texas with politics. And trust me, um, if I can get to Florida or Texas, I am going to as fast as humanly possible. You know, this is a sign of things to come. Because we have good people out there. We have people within this republic that are trying to save this country. We have people out there that are trying to do the best to change the system that has been organized against us. But yet, we see things like this. Walmart, which just last week shut down all their executive and corporate offices, admits layoffs. They have recently just came out and said that 65% of its stores will be serviced by automation within the next three years. And yes, 65% of the stores will have an 85% reduction in the workforce. See, technology is meant to make life easier. And we're entering into this era of technology to where technology is going to begin replacing mass amounts of the physical workforce. If you're in the service industry, if you're in manufacturing, processing, I would highly consider listening to what I'm saying here. Automation is going to rule and dominate the world over the next five to ten years. The transitional shift that is happening economically, monetarily, politically right now, is setting up a new system, social, political, and economic, for the world because of the rapid changes in technological progression. The job markets are going to be non-existent. New markets are going to have to be created and evolved upward. The everyday job of Americans is going to be pulled out from under their feet. And so when I told you that they have this system, they have this idea, they have this, this perspective of what they're going to do in the sense of they want you homeless, they want you hungry, they want you defenseless, they want you on the streets and begging the government, this is part of it. They're replacing us with technology. A good friend of mine went into an Applebee's the other day, and he was greeted by a robot, which seated them. And then at the table, there was a computer to where you put your order in. Then a robot waiter brought them their order and cleared the table. This is going to be happening over the next decade, and as it does, it's going to exponentially increase, and the amount of jobs in this country are going to vastly decline. Now, I know it's testing your patience. I know that you're getting angry. And you should. But this is the evolution of technology. This is the evolution of our country. And wouldn't it be great if we had a country that prepared us for that by setting us up 20, 30 years ago with systems of wealth generation, with proper education. But instead what they saw is they knew that this transition was coming and they said, we can either empower our people or we can enslave our people. And they chose to enslave you. 
And so last night I called that uh, people need to be- begin organizing. And I'm from Western New York. I, I, I know you guys out there. We have the small town mentality. And there is no better place in the world than Western New York to go out there, start putting flyers up around town, go to the American Legion, go to uh, the local pub, wherever you have to go, and start holding meetings. Get people into those meetings and say, look what we're facing right now. Look what's happening in this country. At the very least, we need to be ready. At the very least, we need to collaborate our efforts to survive. And I'm not saying go out there and form a militia. That's not what I'm saying. Violence is is absolutely not necessary. Violence is not the step that we want to take. But what we want to do is we want to be able to be prepared for if a global economic collapse happens, that we have a system of barter and trade set up that we know the ranchers who have the livestock. We know the farmers who have the vegetables. We know the places that have the clean water. That we know the, the access points of medicine for those who need it. That we have a system of defense of ourselves against outside tyranny. This is what should be on the minds of everybody. Because quite literally, the sequence of events that I've called the firestorm event could happen any day. You could wake up tomorrow and the whole system, the sky is falling, the walls are coming down. And so I urge you, go out there and make peace with your neighbor. Go out there and start having weekly meetings talking amongst yourselves, collaborating on ideas. Because if we don't and we are caught off guard, this government will roll right over you. And you might be thinking the same as me, is like the government can't do anything right, right? I understand that. But watch how fast they organize in a massive, deadly machine the day they want to imprison you. The day that they want to take you to a concentration or a FEMA camp. The day that you rise up and you say no more is the day that they try to smack you down. And watch how successful they are at that operation. We are fighting tyranny once again in this country. And if people are like, you know, Josh, it's really not that bad. No, it is that bad. You have the persecution right now of the 45th president of the United States with no crime named within the indictment. 34 charges, which are the same charge, just repeated 34 times. You have no crime actually being committed. Donald Trump had no say, no power, no 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 signature. He, he didn't have anything to do with this. It all came from the Trump organization. And they're persecuting him. If they can do that to Donald Trump in the legal injustice system, what can they do to you? When they turn their sights on the American people, all hell is going to break loose. And here's the thing. If and when that happens, 
Do you want to be organized and have a plan? Do you want to be able to collaborate with hundreds or thousands of people in your regional areas to say, not happening today, Satan? Or do you want to be the lone man on your land, standing and defending yourself? That is the real situation that we are dealing with right now. And I don't want to scare anybody. This isn't about doom and gloom. This isn't about fear, but this is about preparation. This is about survival. This is about understanding the inevitable. Understanding historically that as a country goes down this road, as various different types of policy and laws are brought into order, as different... Things that you see occurring, the persecution of of political opponents during an election time, the Restrict Act, Fed Now, you see the signs, you know it's happening, you know it's coming. It's time to prepare people. We'll be back with more Dr. Lecture after this. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, back to the Dark Delight Show. And, and you know, some good news coming out of their, uh, out of New York. I don't know if anybody saw this. But the New York Supreme Court has smacked down Hulkle's red flag gun law. Hey, win for the good guys. And we need more wins like that. Because the seriousness of the situation is more dire than ever. This world is incredibly close to a, a massive transition. And I know there's people out there listening to this going, you know, I, I've been told this since the 70s. And, you know, I, I, I've been hearing the same thing, the rhetoric from, from, from the right all the time that this is always close, it's always close, it's always close. Go turn on the TV. Go listen to the news. We have a massive increase in societal violence. When I started making the the theoretical assessment of what I called the firestorm event, one of the things that I said would happen was social destabilization. The way the social destabilization would happen was by turning various different cultural aspects of society against each other. And that eventually what we'd have is since George Soros is going out there buying district attorneys, buying attorney generals and governors, and they were laxing the, uh, the penalties for crimes and letting criminals go and letting criminals out of jail and reducing the police force, is that crime would begin to increase massively within liberal blue cities. And this would come to the eventuality of the crimes spreading out from the cities into the rural, urban, and suburban areas. And and finally, into your towns. Go turn on the news. It's already happening. And see, the interesting thing about this is a lot of the violence that we're seeing 
isn't political in nature. It isn't, it isn't the right that's committing this. I mean, a lot of it is ideological in nature. It is the cultural aspect that has been exploited that is producing a lot of this violence. And crime is going to increase. And so I say to you, I, I say to you guys out there, because I, I truly do care for, for humanity. I do care for Americans. I, I truly do care for the well-being of people out there. Is be prepared. Have three to six months worth of food to survive on. Have a way or access to clean water. Have a method of self-defense. Know people within your community where you guys can collaborate and come together to help others in your community. Because you just got to imagine, if 10 of you are meeting in a town of 3,000, there's hundreds, if not thousands of them, that have no clue what is coming. That when it does happen, are going to be scared, fearful, and they can become dangerous in a sense because they become erratic not understanding what's going on. And the more collaboration that you have, the more planning that goes into this, the easier it's going to be for everybody. Now, do I think there's going to be like a systematic global collapse? I don't think it's going to be in the sense of how a lot of people perceive it. I don't think that the electricity is going to go off and we're going to be knocked back into the ice age for a few months. But I do believe what you'll see happen is you'll see indications begin to occur within the financial systems. More banks collapse. We'll start moving and integrating into new systems. The market will begin to have um, various different cascading events. And you'll see one event, the market will dip 20% rebound. You'll see another event, the market will dip 10% rebound. These types of things. You'll see politicians trying to generate legislation because the American people are scared. You'll see people like me and preppers out there and people from Texas talking about secession, about a national divorce. And you're going to hear that talk ramped up in the next coming months. And you're going to hear the talk of World War III being ramped up even more. And then that will lead to some type of international conflict. And from that point of international conflict, the economy will be affected, the supply chain will be affected, the markets will begin to take a dip. And then it's one catalyst event away. It's one straw on the camel's back away. And what happens is overnight the American public, the American people, lose their wealth. A mass transference of wealth away from the middle class to the hyper-rich elite. It'll come like a whisper in the dark. Just like that. And you'd be like, I didn't have time to... Uh, I didn't... I, I, uh, I was going... That's how it'll be, because that's how it always is. So go out there to your local golden coin dealer. Get some gold and silver. Go online and get some gold and silver. If you, if you, if you want to use Dr. Kirk Elliott, go, go get it from Dr. Kirk Elliott. Get some gold and silver. 
go on, transfer those IRAs over, do what you, you ask them the options that you can do with your 401ks or take your cash and go out there and get some gold and silver. But also go out there and, and get some long-term food storage. Because if global war breaks out, which is almost seems inevitable right now, the supply chain is going to crunch. It's going to stop flowing. Grocery store shelves will be empty. You won't be able to go to the grocery store to get bottled water, steak, vegetables. So have food. Stock up. Non-perishable goods. Get that, get that pantry. That root cellar. Get it cooking. Get some stuff in there. Start canning. That way, if it happens tomorrow, you'd be like, oh, at least I got some stuff. You want more of an indication of what's going on right now. The other day, the Pentagon was hacked. Certain files were leaked online of the U.S. military's collaborative efforts with the Ukrainian military for a counteroffensive onto Russia. Within these documents showed that the numbers being reported to the public, to the media, was a lie. And the government came out and said, well, this is just, uh, you know, Russia got a hold of these documents before they released. No, they didn't. Now they're blaming it on Russia when we actually know that it was an American who did it. Let's go to the lines. John, John, how are we doing today? Good. How about yourself? Doing well. Uh, I had a, couple, a comment, a question. Um, the comment on the jobs market that you had were talking about at the beginning of the show, I, I think, uh, you know, in this last report, about 50,000 of those jobs were were government jobs. So it seems like the spending and inflation to produce these jobs um, is just kind of a false uh, pretense of the, of the jobs market, number one. Um, and then my question was, uh, since... Silver and gold, they kind of are a hedge against the dollar. If if we went to, if they did go to a centralized digital currency, what do you think um, the what would happen to silver and gold if we did go to a centralized digital currency? So, so great question. And think about it like this, is if they went to cryptocurrency, a centralized digital currency, first thing American people and economists are going to say is, what is this being backed on? Because coming out with the good faith of the American people just isn't going to work because that got us into the same situation that we're in today. And a lot of the rumors that I've heard, especially from my contacts at the Department of Treasury, were that this centralized bank digital currency is going to come out backed upon gold and silver. Oh, and wow. so that should give okay. you a hint right there. Yeah, no, that's, that's good to hear. And I just heard you say, and I hadn't heard you say it before, but you, you think going to a, a local uh, coin and, uh, place and... and purchasing silver there um, is a viable option. And I also was wondering, you know, people, I've heard people talk about the uh, 1964 John F. Kennedy half dollar. And I was just wondering what would be a better, you know, purchase. Well, going local to buy silver, you're going to have to shop around. That's one thing for sure. Uh, Right now, silver is about $25. You're looking at about three to $4 over spot. So you're looking at about $29 to $30 an ounce. Um, going local, you might have to pay a little bit more premium for that just because of the the volume that those dealers do is not significant in comparison to the, like, the online retailers or Dr. Kirk Elliott. Their volume is much more massive, which means that they get to drive the price down of over spot value 
and offer discounts to the people buying it. That's why it's always best to buy silver in bulk. If you don't got the money to go out there and buy in bulk, um, let's say that you got a few thousand dollars. You can go out there Mm -hmm. and you can buy a kilo. You can buy 100 ounces, right? You can buy 10 ounce bars, which you're going to get more value when you buy in bulk. Um, There's plenty of websites online. You have to shop around. Um, And Dr. Kirk Elliott really does the same prices as those online retailers because he's doing a lot of volume. So, I mean, if, if you just wanted to go through Kirk Elliott, obviously getgoldtoday.com. You don't need a lot of money. You can do a few hundred dollars. You can do a few thousand dollars. doesn't matter. You can go to the online retailers. Um, you can do the same thing there. But uh, I, I would just recommend, you know, having, it, at the very least, you know, want to have 100 ounces of silver. I know for a lot of people that might not be an expenditure they can do, Right. But that's about $2,500 worth of silver. And I think that that would be a good amount for anybody to have. Is to shoot for in the sense of a goal. But John, thanks for the call. I appreciate that. We'll be right back with more Dark Light Show after this. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, back to the Dark Delight Show. 
And John, thank you for that call. Um, and it's a good question. You know, what, what should you be buying? Um, it, it really depends on your preference. I think that uh, silver is going to increase massively in price over the next few years, and we're already seeing that increase occur right now. Especially gold is almost at its all-time high, and we'll probably hit that next week or the week after. I mean, we'll probably see a dip here at some point, but it, gold is definitely going to exceed its highest price ever. So where to buy? What to buy? Well, that's up to your discretion. That's why I like talking with people who, who know these markets. And I'm not a financial advisor, so I can't give financial advice. But have a diversity. Have, a, you know, have some rounds. Rounds are cheaper than coins. Coins are actually legitimate currency where the rounds are not currency. But you can go out and buy like you know, 10, 10 rounds of, of silver. And then go out and buy uh, you know, some 10-ounce some um, bars of silver. And then just hold it in a safe in the house. Keep it next to your guns. You know it's safe. But l- listen, people. We, we, have a, we have a lot of things coming down the line here. There's a lot of scenarios being developed. There's a lot of, a lot of different angles to look at this situation. And I'm just urging you to go out there in your local community. If you're going to go out to the bar tonight, you're going to have a few drinks. Find those people who who you know you can trust and say, hey, why don't you join me for a drink and, and have a discussion about these things. If you're going to have friends over, have a discussion about these things. If you're going to go down to the American Legion, have a discussion about these things. And start saying, hey, maybe we should meet once a week. Maybe we should all get together once a week and, and discuss different ideas on how to prepare for what's potentially coming. And let's go, let's go back to the phone call. So let's, let's go to the other John. John, how are we doing? Hey, hey, Josh. Uh, you bring up some real good points, I'll tell you. Uh, but, you know, I really, I'm, I'm known as the optimist, but as far as politics go, I'm a pessimist. Uh, this Wisconsin Supreme Court uh, election, I think, is a good indication of what's going on in this country. Uh, as you know, Wisconsin used to be a battleground state. Uh, Ron Johnson uh, won his Senate seat by a skin of his teeth last year. Uh, that's a bad sign. Uh, he was projected to win it by a lot more. In this Supreme Court contest, this uh, leftist uh, judge out of Milwaukee uh, won by a lot, I think by 10 points or something. Uh, it was supposed to be a fairly close race. So what I'm seeing is, uh, <clears throat> and Youngkin, Youngkin, Governor Youngkin of Virginia, here's a guy that won his governor's race by the skin of his teeth, and I don't think he'll get reelected. And, and I think what's behind all this is not the Democrats, not the left, it's the media. I get the Buffalo News. I get the Democrat and Chronicle. And it both and I listen to NPR every every morning for uh, uh, an hour or so, mm-hmm. and I'll I'll tell you what what's happening is like the Buffalo News and the Democrat and Chronicle they use the Associated Press they use uh, in, in uh, Democrat and Chronicle's case uh, USA Today reporters the Buffalo News uses the Associated Press for their national stories along with uh, <clears throat> uh, the Washington Post, the New York Times, and 
what's happening is, uh, as you know, 90% of the media is dominated by the left with these news sources. So this constant, daily, 24-hour-a-day, when you consider ABC, CBS, and NBC and all that, the American public doesn't know any better. And you would have, you would have to agree that if we had a fair, a truly fair media, we wouldn't have this issue at all. So my, and I've said this before, and I'm, I'm, I, I'm doing it in my own way right now. I'm communicating with a lot of, I'm sending out 20 to 25 emails a week uh, to various reporters, natural, local, etc., cetera, uh, and critiquing the, these stories. But I really think for, for us to survive and to win, in the short run, to win the 2024 presidential election, uh, unless we demonize the media and focus on that, that's our only hope right now, in my, in my, uh, my opinion. What are your thoughts? 2024 is the last great hope. I, I, I agree. And that I, d- I think in some sense, they're not even going to let it, allow us to get to 2024. That before that happens... There is going to be massive global events which could give them the opportunity to seize power if they wanted to. Well, Josh, I I think you could be right on that because it's definitely going that way. And look what's happening in the Ukraine and and what kind of – who knows what kind of nuclear war could break out because of Ukraine. And that was all started – and you know well, it's, it was started by Obama and his administration, and, and Biden carried it on. Uh, this, what, what we need to do, and I'm, I'm, in a, I'm doing it by myself, basically, right now, but others are critical of the media, too. We've got to use the Saul Alinsky tactics on the media. That's our only hope, because we have to ridicule them they are sending out these messages 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and it's 90% of the media. And it's brain, it's has brainwashed the American public. That's, that's our issue right now. I agree. The media is a big problem, man. And I think that we've come to the point where we've defeated the media to a large extent. If you look at CNN's numbers, I mean, in five years, they're probably not going to be around if they continue at this rate. And social media has definitely taken over the media circuit. And people like myself and, and a lot of people I work with have definitely taken over the media circuit. Now, utilizing Saul Alinsky's rules for radicals uh, types of approach, I disagree with. I think that we have to have, uh, in the sense of wartime effort, we have to shift our mentality to understanding their tactics and techniques and exposing them as they come about. Because it's one thing to trick the people with verbiage, which is what they do. It's another thing to inform people with the knowledge of their tactics the knowledge of how to defeat those tactics. And I think that that will give us the upper hand in this information war, in this battle that's enduring. And I think in the coming 18 months, 
there's going to be a radical transitional shift in this country that we're all going to have to take notice of and confront. And this is what we're talking about today is getting prepared and getting everybody ready for what is potentially coming. John, thank you so much for the call. Weekend. You too. To have a great weekend. And so wrapping up here, we are in challenging times. We are in epic times. We are in biblical times, if you want to look at it like that. It is up to you, me, and every other American to save this country. If we sit and do nothing, we shall receive the fate. But if we stand up and fight, we can save the Republic, guys. I hope you guys all have a great weekend, an excellent Easter, and we'll see you next week with more Dark Delight Show. Take care.